Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. March, it was announced that we have a, a pandemic that has struck us and everything was ordered to a shutdown. The primary schools, the high schools, the colleges, the universities, the technical colleges, everything was ordered to a shutdown. June, it was announced again, there will not be anyone resuming schools till the following year, that is 2021. My name is Victor Uchieng Kimuamu. I'm from Nairobi, Kenya, and uh, I live in one of the largest informal settlements in the country. That is Madare Slums. This is where I've been brought up in. This is where I've studied my primary education and uh, pursuing a bachelor's degree of economics and statistics. When I'm in my university, some of my friends ask me, hey, Vic, where do you come from? Then I tell them, hey, I come from Madari. And they're like, no, 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 you can't be serious. People don't believe that something good can come out of the informal settlement. People don't believe that people from the informal settlements have brains that they can use to better themselves. When you talk about Nairobi at the moment, having a, a population of up to 5 million people, and definitely 3.5 million plus even the informal settlements. I'm one person who grew up in the slums, studying in the slums, and I'm still in the slums. So I know almost everything that happens here. So I feel like, okay, some of these people that are here are the future face of Madari. So why don't I try keeping them safe? Since I have nothing much to engage in, why don't I now sacrifice this time, paid or not paid? That is how I started teaching here. At the moment, I am at Billion Music Family Resource and Leadership Center. It's a community-based resource center in Madare slums. Kenya has declared the academic year of 2020 lost because of the coronavirus pandemic. All schools in the East African nation will remain closed until January 2021. The government also declared that uh, since the schools were going to reopen in 2021, each and every person that is primary and high schools were going to repeat the same classes they were in. If you're in class seven or grade seven, you're going to repeat the same grade. So you can imagine somebody being excited that this is their last year in school. Then from all of a sudden, you're told, hey, man, you're going to repeat the same class. And they feel so bad, honestly. And they're like, ah, to hell in school. Before COVID happened, the, the, the community center used to teach people on music. Guys and students used to come here in the evening and do their reading, do their studies, and later on go back home. After the COVID-19, then everything became to a standstill. We started off with the teaching because uh, they couldn't study at home. That is number one. Secondly, 
even if somebody is willing to study at home, then there are no books to, st- to help them study at home. When they're outside there, then anything can happen to them. So we feel like, okay, you guys can come here. It's a safe space. It's peaceful. Nobody will disturb you here. And that is how we start. I began to teach here mid-April, I'd say so. There were 13 of them in the library. We talked to the center leader, the team leader. He bought us a whiteboard, some marker pens, and that is how we started everything off. We didn't know that it was going to grow and grow up to wherever we've reached now. So, good morning. Good morning. morning. How are you? Fine. At the moment, we are 52 students. The age range is uh, from 14 years of age to 20 years. I personally take them through mathematics. The second, sixth, and 14th term of an eighth year. Now, how do we write the second term of an arithmetic progression? A. A plus. A plus B, yeah? Yes. How do we write the sixth term of an arithmetic progression? We have classes from Monday to Friday. We have classes from 9 to 11 a.m. Afterwards, there's a Zoom class from 11 to 1 p.m. We break for lunch from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Then come back from 2 p.m. to around 5 p.m. We have evening students, yeah? So these are students that can't make it during the daytime. During the daytime, they sell whatever they have to sell to make a living with their parents. I work on an average 55 hours a week. I don't get paid. There's no payment. Uh, we just volunteering. My favorite student, she's called uh, Joyce. So what I like about this girl is that she's persistent. When she got here, she used to get the ease in maths and uh, used to tell her, hey, Joyce, you can do it, you can do it. Please don't give up, please don't give up. And she used to tell me, I am so, so down. I don't know what to do. She was the type that was getting 20s over 100 in mathematics. Joyce can now confidently get 50s in mathematics. That is why I think she's my favorite student here. Because she's persistent enough, she's willing to learn, and she's learning. What is A? Pasta. 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 The first term of the sequence, what is the common difference? Common difference. Yes. Are we right? Yes. yes. Comparing the access of the students here and the, and the students from, I'd say, from the rich and better families in Kenya, I'd say that I see the rich families, uh, the learning continues because they have the internet and that is basically what they use. Maybe back in the informal settlements, well, five out of maybe 100 students are the ones that have fun. If they can access internet, then maybe there's no money to buy the data. The rich kids were continuing to learn through an online platform. So as they were learning, the students from the informal settlements, they didn't carry any of their books home, maybe thinking that the schools would be reopened soon. So the government felt like, okay, we don't want the rich ones to go back to school with something and you guys, we are here with nothing. So I think that is why they say that, okay, you guys are going to repeat the same classes. You take care. And please remember that you are the best version of yourself. Edward, nobody can ever 
duplicate anything you do, okay? Yes. So when you do anything, do it to your perfection. When you study, study like you never studied before. What made me start teaching was uh, I really didn't want to see some of us going to waste. As I mentioned earlier on, I'm one person who grew up in the slums, studying in the slums. So I know almost everything that happens here. So I feel like, okay, some of these people that are here are the future face of Madari. So I felt like, okay, I grew here. Whatever I lacked, I can provide to them now. I feel so much joy in whatever I'm doing because I feel like let me hold their hands, something I liked. I like somebody to hold my hand. Why can't I walk with them this journey of success? And of course, we want to change the face and the name of Madari. When I was in my first year, I went to seek for a job at a five-star hotel. They asked me, where do you reside? So I told them that uh, I come from Madari. And point blank, they dismissed me from the interview. They didn't dismiss me because I didn't qualify. They dismissed me because of where I come from. This thing that people believe that there's nothing good that can, can come out of a community like this. We are the future of Madari. We are the face of Madari. We are the people to make Madari have a good name. And that is why I feel like it is so, so important that this idea that people have about this community can change.